It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it The Money Pit is presented by Select Blinds and Aero Fastener. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is The Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, give us a call right now with your home improvement project. We'd love to hear what you're working on on this beautiful day. You can reach us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974, or post your question online at facebook.com slash themoneypit. Coming up on today's show, with summer thunderstorms, blackouts are becoming more common, which is why now is a good time to think about adding a whole house generator. The costs have come way down on these guys, and the convenience can't be beat. So we're going to share some options on how to find the right size unit for your home in just a bit. And if you're looking for an easy and inexpensive way to transform the look of your kitchen, applying a decorative stone surface to your countertop can do just that. We're going to talk with a unique company that has spent decades developing these DIY finishes for countertops, floors, and even pool decks just ahead. And childproof or tamper-resistant outlets have come a long way, and they can not only help protect kids, but even adults from a dangerous accident. We'll explain the updates. And this is the last week for our DIY Dad giveaway. We've got 10 sets of tools from Arrow to give away to 10 lucky winners. You can find the details at moneypit.com. But first, we want to know what you want to know. What are you working on? What are you planning? What would you like to get done? Are you still thinking about adding a summer improvement to your outside space so that you can really enjoy it? You want to convert a yard into a room, an outdoor room, that is. Do you want to take on a repair or decorating project inside, kitchens, baths, soup to nuts, floorboards to shingles? Call us right now, and we will walk you through the project. The number is one eight 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 money pit 888 3974. Beverly in Missouri, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? Well, I have a house. It's uh, just been built a year and a half ago, but um, I have a covered patio, and my builder put cedar posts up there. The rest of my trim is all white. So I wanted to cover or paint the cedar, but he's telling me I can't do it because I'll rot them out. And I, that doesn't sound right to me, but I, <laughs> I'm not sure. So what would you, in a perfect world, Beverly, what would you like to see in those cedar posts? Would you like them to be white and match the rest of the house? Yeah, all of my trim is white, and so I would rather them be white. They're, they're a year and a whole half old now, so they're starting to turn the cedar look and get all dark. Right. Are they, are they kind of decorative? No. <laughs> okay. So here's what I would do. Um, the first thing, I w- I'm going to recommend a staining process. So the first thing you're going to do is prime them um, with an oil-based primer or a solvent-based primer. And then you're going to stain them. And I would use a solid color stain. And a solid color stain is not going to look like paint, so it won't tend to peel. It'll fade over over time. But it'll soak in really nicely, and you can get a white stain, a solid white stain, 
and, and it'll look quite attractive. Painting wood does not cause it to rot. It prevents it from rotting. It just requires a lot of repainting. Yeah. I mean, he said if I covered it or painted them, that it causes the moisture to, to hold to the base, and then they rot. I would disagree with that. I, I think if you stain them, you'll find that they're quite attractive and that the moisture will work in and out just fine. Good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Good luck with that project. You're very welcome. Heading out to Minnesota, where Gordon has a question about garage moisture. What's going on, Gordon? I'm in uh, St. Club, Minnesota. I've got a two-stall garage. Um, it's divided. It's a tuck-under garage. Um, the house is a walkout, so the back side of the garage is uh, below grade, and uh, you know it, it ramps up from the front to the back. In the springtime, for couple first couple of months in the spring, the garage floor is wet. And it's, I believe that it's wicking up or coming up from under the floor. I don't believe it's just condensation forming on the top. My question is, is there any kind of a sealer or anything that I can do short of knocking out the whole floor? I know that uh, now um, you should have a moisture barrier, some kind of poly under the floor before you pour it if you wanted to put a on a poxy coat or something on there. There's two ways to address a moisture problem in a concrete structure like that. One is to try to make it float, <laughs> which is not going to happen. And by that, I mean when you put all sorts of sealers and, and caulks and so on on these floors or on the walls, you're never going to block out 100% of that moisture. But the more effective thing to do is to reduce the volume of moisture that's getting there in the to begin with. And I think I can explain why you're seeing that moisture on the floor in the spring. Because concrete is very hydroscopic. It's like a sponge. Imagine if you stuck the end, end of a sponge uh, in some water, how quickly that, that entire sponge fills up with moisture. That's what happens with concrete. So the first thing I want you to address is the sources of moisture. And they're very likely to be the spring rains and the drainage control of the foundation perimeter. It happens to almost everybody. So the walls that surround that below grade space, we want to make sure that there's gutters on that covering that side of the roof that are not only there, they're sized properly, which means you have at least one downspout for every 600 to 800 square feet of roof surface, and that the downspouts are extended well away from the foundation. We're talking four to six feet. The second thing to do is to make sure that the soil slopes away and there's nothing trapping moisture against the house like landscaping. Um, if you do those two things, you'll dramatically reduce the amount of moisture that's getting up against that concrete and that will stop the moisture that's from pulling up onto the floor and, and, and perhaps even through the walls. Now, as for a sealant, what I would recommend you do because this is a, a garage floor is to simply paint it with an epoxy paint. These epoxy finishes now are terrific terrific. They're pretty easy to use. They're, they're a two-part mix. Usually when you buy the epoxy kit, you'll have a gallon that's about three-quarters filled with product, and then a quart can that's the hardener. You mix the two together, and you basically paint the floor. And sometimes there's like color chips that you can drop into paint that help hide dirt. And when it dries, it's a chemical reaction. It's really hard, and it really adheres well to the floor. And I think that will stop some of the residual moisture that's left. But try to control as much moisture as you can before you take that step and between the two i think you'll be good to go okay yeah that's kind of what i was thinking as far as that epoxy um everything that i've seen says to not apply it to a floor that that gets damp um there's a plastic test and you tape a piece of plastic down and it moisture forms yeah Personally, I think that's a really silly test, but people seem to like it. Look, all concrete floors are going to contain some level of moisture. Um, as long as it's not excessively wet, 
then I think you'll be okay. Now, there usually is an etching uh, material, like an etching wash that you use first. So I would do that just to make sure the floor is ready to accept it. But if you pick a nice dry day, uh, I think you'll be fine. Okay, well, I thank you for the insight. Appreciate your time. All right, Gordon. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Hey, with Father's Day this weekend coming up, you guys, we have a great sweepstakes that ends soon. It's meant to help you win tools to celebrate dad, and it's called the DIY Dad Giveaway. 
We've got 10 sets of tools from Arrow to give away to 10 lucky winners. Yep, and each set is worth 120 bucks, and it's got some of the most popular tools that Arrow makes. The T50, which is literally a historic staple gun product. It's been around so long, it's so effective and fun to use. And the PT50, which is a pneumatic version of that, as well as the Arrow GT300 high-temp glue gun. These tools are perfect for taking on dozens of projects around the house, and they're going to give your dad years of trouble-free use. That's right. You can enter once a day at MoneyPit.com, but make sure that you take advantage of the other ways that you can earn extra entries. You know, subscribe to our podcast, visit us on social media, all of it. Get lots of entries. This is the last week to enter. My favorite tool is the GT300 glue gun. Literally, when I got this glue gun, I went around and I threw out all the old glue guns we had in the house. Because it's big, it, it holds you know plenty of glue sticks. It's high temp. It was so easy to control, and I just loved it. So it's like the best glue gun. It ever. really is. <laughs> now I've got Allison in New York on the line, who has an unwanted visitor at their money pit. What's going on? My husband. I wish he was on with me, but our mission is to humanely trap. We believe to be a squirrel that's running between the drop ceiling in our basement. And my husband said two by eight joint rafters. It's like a two inch space only. And what I want you to do is to go out and pick up a trap called a have a heart trap. Now, these have a heart traps are, are live traps in that they're going to catch this squirrel and then you're going to pull this trap out and you can take them out to the woods somewhere and release them. What you do with the have a heart trap is once you get it set up, in the back of the trap, where you want the squirrel to kind of end up, put an apple back there. And don't just put it back there, but wire it to the back wall of the trap. Take a piece of, like, picture wire, thread it through the apple, and kind of tie it off. So Because I tell you what, even though these traps are good, those squirrels and other uh, small rascals can, can sometimes grab that without, tr- without uh, uh, tripping the door. But if you wire it to the back of the trap, they don't have a chance. And set it near the opening wherever you can get access to it. And I'll tell you, uh, sooner or later, that squirrel's going to wander in that trap. And bam, you'll hear the door slap. And they will not be happy. They'll kind of be running in circles trying to figure out a way to get out. But you can cover them with a blanket. Um, throw them in the back of your car in the trunk. And take it out somewhere. Uh, and then as you open that up, believe me, they're not going to stand around to kind of uh, talk about it with you. They'll just bolt. As soon as you lift that door, they will bolt into the woods. Okay. I hope that helps you out, Allison. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, when the forecast calls for a bad summer storm, a whole house generator can make sure that you are ready for that storm. And you need to think about how they are designed to work. That's right. Now, a whole house generator is going to run on either natural or propane gas, and they're installed directly to your home. So if you lose power, that generator is going to automatically start up and restore the power to your house. Now, it's available in a ton of different sizes. So depending on the size of the generator you get, you can choose what you want to power from, say, just a few critical items or the entire house. And that can include your lights, the HVAC system, a refrigerator, a sump pump, security system. System, electronics, I mean, more, depending on the size of that generator, you really could do every single circuit in your entire home. And a lot of the generators also have remote monitoring capabilities so that a homeowner can manage their automatic standby generator from a phone when you're not at home, which is huge because you could be away or out of town and something could be going on at your house that you need to check out. And this is going to let you do so. You know, I've had two 
generators over you know the last uh, decade plus. Uh, the first one I had was a smaller one that was designed just as what's called a standby, so it only protected you know the critical circuits in the house. It didn't protect like the air conditioning system or some of the bigger appliances that we had. And then when it came time to upgrade it, I went with a whole house system because the prices have come down so much. And now it's awesome. Everything in the house basically comes right back on within 15 seconds of losing power. I always hear this big sound of the breaker tripping in the basement because it sounds like that big Frankenstein breaker, you know, where it goes ka-chunk and it slams the new position and the generator kicks on and it just keeps everything going. So great time to think about that. There's a lot of tools on manufacturers' websites too that will enable you to figure out what size you need because the prices vary based on the size. But, uh, you know, I got a 20K unit and I was super happy um, with, uh, you know, medium to large size house. It did really, really well. Yeah, I have a 20KW also, and I I feel kind of piggy when the power goes out. (laughs) And literally every light in my house is on, the air conditioning's on, I'm running the laundry. I'm like, should I I turn lights off in solidarity? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we always get the calls from our neighbors about their, you know, their refrigerables and things. Can you hold my things? Yeah, it's a good thing I have a spare freezer. Michael in Virginia is on the line and is working on a decking project. Tell us about it. Hey, so I've got a 12 by 12 deck that came with the house, and it's about 20 years old. So boards are starting to peel up, and I'm no longer able to get a screw to stick in the sublayment. Am I able to sister the underlying boards with 2 by 4s or something to build up the base, or am I better off replacing all of the... um, substructure along with the deck. So if it's 20 years old and it sounds like it's not pressure treated and if the existing uh, floor joists have decayed to the point where they won't even hold a screw or a nail, I think it's time to replace that deck structure and all because you're, you know, the clock is ticking now and it's going to be potentially very unsafe in a very short period of time. So what I would tell you to do is to remove it, replace it and consider uh, using composite for the decking surface. You can use pressure treated for the frame, but use composite for the decking surface between the composite and the pressure treated. You know, you'll get more than another 20 years out of it. Okay. Now I've looked at composites and price-wise, they're they're pretty pricey. Am I going to be able to save a few bucks by going to um, a heavier duty, um, like a two by six kiln dried board and sealing all that when it goes in? Well, the thing is, you don't, well, I wouldn't use two by six. What I would use is five quarter by six. If you want to go with the wood decking, but you're going to have to seal and stain that, you know, every couple of years. The thing with composites is all you got to do is clean it. I mean, if you look at like a big box store, like a Home Depot, and those composites are not terribly expensive. And they look really good. All right. I'll have to check them out. Because remember, you're not replacing the floor joist with it. You know, you're only doing the deck surface. So if it's 12 by 12, you know, it's 144 square feet. It's 288 lineal feet. It's probably worth it. I see. Now, we are thinking about expanding it out a few feet, too. Yeah, well, that would be the time to do it. You know? <laughs> okay. So you're doing the substructure is still all of the pressure-treated lumber because you need that for the support. And then all of the decking itself and the fascia boards, and you can even do the railings, all of that can be the composite. And it's really gorgeous. You know, I have one that's sort of mid-range, but it has an interesting grain to it and almost looks like an ipe. You know, it's you can get ones that are super simple, and you can get ones that really look exotic. And I think that's where your price point's going to swing a lot. Now, how do you deal with the... Um 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Railings and the, the fencing it in. So the posts would come up and that would be, you know, the basis for your supports and that would be your pressure treated lumber and that would be built up through from the substructure and then there are sleeves that go over it in the composite. Now you can get ones that match your decking or you can go with white. And then for the substructure, now I am talking about extending this out, um, there are these concrete, I don't know, they're about a foot by a foot um, blocks that you can buy that you can lay your four by six across for, they, they say it's for um, decking like in the yard. Am I better off doing that or poured concrete? There are prefabricated footings for decks. They look like sort of like pyramids, but they're not like one by one. They're like one by one by about three feet tall. And they have a place for a bracket on top. I've used those. They work really well. They're a little harder to install because you've got to be more accurate with where the hole is. But frankly, I think the easiest thing to do is just to dig it yourself, uh, a one-foot-by-one-foot square that's a couple of feet deep and uh, you know mix up three or four bags of quickcrete and make that the footing. And then you can drop the pressure-treated right into that. And then if you use the right level of pressure-treated, it can actually be in-ground. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Tom. You got it. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Susan in California is on the line and needs some help with a driveway makeover. What's going on at your money pit? <laughs> I'm so glad you said the money pit because that's exactly what it is. And now it's the <laughs> driveway, about 1,200 square feet, and it's uh, been it's about 38 years old, and it needs something else done. And I really don't want to resurface it with uh, blacktop. What are my options? So it's an asphalt driveway now. That's what you're starting with. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I got news for you, Susan. A 38-year-old roadway needs to be replaced. (laughs) And that's exactly what you have. Whether it's a road that goes down the street or a road that's a highway, nothing lasts 38 years. And if you've gotten 38 years out of that driveway, uh, it's time for a new one. And sure, you can keep slapping sealer on it and patching the cracks and all of that. But at that age, it's got to go. What's the best way? Do they just remove the whole thing and then start from scratch? Or what's the best way to go? I think that's the best way. In most cases, that's the best way. You can resurface it. But if you want to make sure that the base is really solid, you know, you would take off the old. They would put a new base down. They would compact it with machines. So it's really, really solid. And then they would apply new asphalt on top of that. Um, I would make sure I got a specification as to exactly how many inches of this material they're going to put down so that you can compare apples to apples when you're looking at a different contractors. But I think that's going to be your best solution. Okay. Well, with more and more of us staying home these last few months, there's been a huge increase in the number of DIY home improvement projects that consumers are taking on to improve the look, the function, and even the safety of their homes. Yes, and if the projects you'd like to get done include applying a beautiful decorative stone surface to your kitchen countertop, or perhaps adding a slip-resistant real stone surface to a pool deck, or even applying an epoxy coating to your garage floor, these are all projects you can accomplish with the help of the products made by Dice Coatings. With us to talk about these projects and more is the company's president, Peter Dice. Welcome, Peter. 
Hello, good day to you both. Well, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. And Peter, as I, I have to say that I've followed your work for many years, and you guys have really focused on developing products that work well and are very affordable and easy for DIYers to use and always result in a beautiful transformation. Yeah, we're, we're real fans of uh, stone. And uh, really, it's one of the most timeless things that you can apply. But it is also usually a very uh, costly thing to apply as well. Uh, so, you know, our way of looking at it is if you can put down a new surface right over what you have, have the beauty and the durability of stone, but use your existing foundational base, be it a countertop that's made out of laminate uh, or an old, you know, very worn, very ugly-looking concrete patio, um, this is an easy solution that you can do in a weekend, and that's really what we love to do is offer easy, decorative uh, performance fixes. Well, and I think that's so important for homeowners, especially when they know they want to make a change, they don't have the budget to do a huge transformation, but they're able to you know, create a huge transformation with you know, a much smaller budget, something they can do themselves. It's really just a fantastic line of products. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, um, I must say, I agree with you. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, really, you know, if, if you have a pool deck and, uh, you know, a patio and it's been there for many years and it's just looking really, really worn, very old, uh, outdated, you want to pick up the color and change it. The nice thing here is when you put this down, depending on what finish, you can really make that surface look like the real deal. And, uh, you know, we've taken all of the creative and everything out of it, and we've made it a very formula approach. So you just do the steps. For instance, if you're using our Spreadstone Concrete Resurfacing Kit, you can make it look like you've got, you know, slate tile uh, on your pool deck, and it will absolutely look stunning, and you can do it in a weekend with all kinds of patterns. Uh, now, if you jump over to the to the indoor side of things, uh, and you have an existing countertop, be it made out of laminate or even concrete or even just plywood made it, um, you know you can actually put down a real stone surface that everyone will believe is the real thing. And what did you do? Is you know you got something that looks like you put the slab in, but for just a tiny, tiny fraction of the cost, and you can do it yourself. Let's talk about those countertops just a little bit more. So the material, is it real, actual real stone in the, in the, the fluid material? Is it embedded stone that you're applying to it? It's real stone, and really it's, it's a pickup off of what we've done for years. Right. Uh, we've, we've manufactured stone-based coatings for surfaces for many years, and there was a point maybe 10 years ago where we said, look, you know, there are a lot of, you know, worn, ugly-looking countertops out there, and what are your options? Your options are remove everything, and now you're really talking construction, you're talking a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can use that surface. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you roll on um, this stone finish, and uh, the video shows it in great detail, um, you just roll this on, and you technically have a stone countertop because that's what you've applied over top. And uh, you never had to tear anything out. You might pop your sink up a couple inches, pop everything back down, and literally in a weekend, you have a totally complete transformation to your kitchen, um, also your bathroom vanity. 
um, you know, just any surface. And it's, it's quick and easy, and uh, we tend to have very many happy customers with that. So, Peter, you talked about being able to apply this to a variety of surfaces from an existing laminate top to a plywood top that maybe you've just made. Now, those are sort of different surfaces to start with. What is the prep process? Is it similar for both, or is it completely unique to what you have already? Uh, if you have an existing laminate surface, uh, laminate countertop, for instance, uh, there is sandpaper in the kit as well as all other required tools and, and accessories. And you would scratch your surface uh, with, with the uh, sandpaper. You have to also make sure the surface is clean. And you may not even notice that there's a lot of, you know, deep scratching going on. But the whole idea there is to make even a little bit of a micro-scratch effect that will just give the product a little bit more bonding power. Though, frankly, it bonds excellently to a lot of things anyway. But basically, you clean it, scuff it, and then you apply the coatings. The base coat primer is made to bond very, very um, uh, tenaciously to uh, laminate, but also if you have a plywood countertop, which we get asked all the time, uh, be it indoor or outdoor, you would just roll on the primer, you don't need to scuff anything, and the material will actually seep into the pores of that wood surface. And you just follow the steps, and in a weekend, if you have an outdoor countertop uh, for your barbecue area, you can do that outdoors, uh, or if you're building something in your, in your home in the kitchen, you can do that too. You don't even have to get to the stage of having an existing surface. Just use what you have. Wow, what a great extension to your existing options for outdoor countertops because typically you'd either use stone or you'd make a concrete top, which are beautiful, but let's face it, they're costly. They're a lot of work, but uh, with this product, you can basically create the look of stone and uh, with some of the durability aspects as well. How is it in terms of cleaning? Because that's an issue that sometimes folks complain about when it comes to real stone countertops. They don't recognize uh, how absorbative they can be, and sometimes stains get left behind. No, this is uh, excellent as far as resistance to staining. Um, it's also excellent as far as hot pans, and there's nothing you want less than to, you know, go through all this work, and then you put a hot pan down, and you've, you know, you've marred it. So right. we've done all the testing, um, and again, because it's a stone coating, it has an excellent uh, thermal insulation uh, resistance factor there. So it's going to stand up better than, say, a paint or something like that. So basically, you've got a stone shell on that surface that will serve you very well. And the nice thing is you did it yourself. You didn't have to get into a lot of planning and headaches and costs and construction. You just went right down over what you had. And in a couple of days, uh, you've got a complete transformation. Well, that's fantastic. This sounds like a really advantageous line of products for DIYers. Aside from the uh, decorative uh, stone for Formica, we talked a little bit about the pool deck. You also have a DIY epoxy garage floor kit that's industrial strength. Now, we love to spend time in our garages. A lot of us have been you know, busy with home workshops and we're working on cars, whatever we're doing. Uh, those garage floors, unless you have something on them, they're really hard to clean and epoxy makes a big difference. So talk to us about this epoxy kit that you offer. It's called the Die Hard 100 um, Industrial Strength uh, Epoxy Floor Coating. And basically what it is, is it's a 100% solids formula, meaning that whatever you put down on that surface, 
will dry exactly that way. Unlike a water-based uh, retail product that when it dries, half of the actual material that you rolled on, more than half, is gone because the carrier was water. I know I'm getting a little bit, uh, right. I understand. Uh, yep. you know, mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah, you're a chemist, uh, we get here, it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, so basically um, you put this on and um, it's, it's very, very hard and you can either roll it onto your existing concrete or you can even use a squeegee. If you want to do it in that professional way, uh, you will get lower coverage if you do it that way. But in either case, you can drive forklifts on this. Uh, it's meant for that kind of environment. And someone would ask, well, is that overkill? Uh, does it really need to be that durable? Well, uh, you know, I say, why not? If this is available at a cost... Like better to be more durable. I, I think so. I completely agree with you. Yeah, you we, know? we have uh, to say here, we say do it once, do it right, and don't do it again. You know, <laughs> so if it's, it's going to stand up. The company's called Dice Coatings. The website is Dice. That's spelled D-A-I-C-H Coatings.com. Take a look at this site. You will be impressed with the number of products uh, that this team makes and the quality of them as we've been talking about. Peter Dice, the president, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Hey, thank you. And it's, it's been a great pleasure speaking with you and uh, hope uh, we can speak again soon. Well, to help celebrate Dad, we have launched a sweepstakes that's now in its last week. It ends Sunday at midnight. It's called the DIY Dad Giveaway, and we've got 10 sets of tools from Arrow to give away to 10 lucky winners. Yeah, each set is worth $120 and includes both a T50 and a PT50 Arrow stapler, as well as an Arrow GT300 high-temp glue gun. Now, these tools are perfect for taking on dozens of projects around the house, and these tools are going to give your dad years and years of use. You can enter once a day at MoneyPit.com, and while you're there, be sure to take advantage of the many ways you can earn extra entries by subscribing to our podcast or visiting us on social media. It ends Sunday at midnight, so enter today at MoneyPit.com. Well, one of the first things that new parents do is child-proof their homes, and they're doing that to make sure that those curious little guys aren't getting into cleaning supplies or, you know, injuring themselves by accident at home. And one of the most important areas that you have to child-proof are the electrical outlets. Yeah, but the old way of plugging in a piece of plastic, you know, one of those plastic plugs, it's not That you only, can never get out again. Well, yeah, or, or you get, that's right, you get it, it's the kids seem to get it out, you may have a hard time. <laughs> but I don't like them because they can be a choking hazard, and then if a parent brings it out, they usually leave it out, which kind of defeats the whole purpose. There are a lot better options today that are uh, just better to have. They're tamper-resistant outlets, they're safer, they're more convenient, and they can definitely be a permanent part of your home safety. Yeah, and you know what? These child-proof or these tamper-resistant outlets have truly come a long way, and they can help protect not only the kids but even adults from a dangerous accident. And a better type are the spring-loaded receptacle cover plates, and those are going to block access to the electrical contacts totally. Now, the way they work is that a shutter closes off the contact openings or the slots of the receptacles. When a plug is inserted into the receptacle, both springs are compressed and then the shutter opens, and that's going to allow for the metal prongs to make contact and create that electrical circuit. Now, because both springs must be compressed at the same time, the shutters are not going to open when a child attempts to insert an object into only one contact opening, and then there's no contact with electricity. You know, my sister Elise, when she was little took a bobby pin right into an electrical outlet at wow. a hair salon while my mom was getting ready oh, really? for like a wedding. Oh, man. I mean, you have to be so careful because these things happen so quickly. 
and, you know, could be very dangerous. Exactly. Now, if it's a new installation, a new home or a new renovation, these tamper-resistant outlets are now required by building code. They're not expensive to purchase. They're not expensive to install. And, you know, they're not inconvenient. Once you get used to sort of sliding the shutter to the right or the left, I forget which way it slides, to insert the plug and then have it snap back when you unplug something, I mean, they're just something you get used to and they keep the kids safe the whole time. We've got a post from Paul who writes, we've got a lot of yard damage from moles. Then with all of the rain we've had in the last few days, a lot of the tunnels washed out, leaving a muddy mess. What can I do to make sure these furry creatures stay away? Well, you kind of have to starve them out, Paul. The, the reason that they are there in your yard is most likely because you have these tasty little creatures just under the grass called grubs. They're worm-like creatures, and the moles absolutely love to eat them. So if you can use a grub control product, then you will reduce the number of grubs, and this will send the moles off your property, off to your, la- to your neighbors where they can destroy their lawns instead, unless you share this tip. Bonite has a product that's called DuraTurf, which is an insect and grub control that will work well for this, and it will eliminate most of the insects that the moles love to feed, and then believe me, they will move on once they can't find the food. All right. Next up, we've got a post from Davey who writes, we recently had a tree limb fall in the house and puncture the roof, which now has to be replaced. The insurance adjuster recommended changing from gable and ventilation to a ridge vent. What's your opinion on ridge vents and is now the best time to consider adding one? Absolutely. And that is a very good insurance adjuster. It's a much more effective way to ventilate a roof and it will reduce the moisture in the attic space, which makes your insulation that much more effective at the same time. All right. I mean, that's really smart that they brought that up. And truly, when you're replacing the roof, that's the time to add the ridge vent, right? Yep. All right. Good luck with that, Davey. Well, if you want to make the most of your outdoor space, the way to do that is to convert it to an outdoor living space. Turn it essentially into a spare room. Leslie's got some great ideas to do just that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, this is like the greatest time of year because you're using some spaces of your home, the outside, that you don't get to use all the time. And you can really create these wonderful spaces for relaxing, for dining, however you want. But, I mean, you really have some opportunities to make a great space. So say you want your outside space to be for dining. Well, you can add some really beautiful ambient lighting to help set the mood. Candles are great, but make sure you get citronella candles that'll help keep those bugs away. Or really great tiki torches around the yard or paper lanterns hanging from the inside of your umbrella. You can think of some fun different ways to bring in lighting that really changes the dynamic of the space once the sun goes down and it makes your yard feel so special. I mean, it's just a great way to do it. Now, if you're looking to add some shade during the daytime hours and maybe a barrier against bugs at night, you might consider a portable gazebo and those have netting on them. Now, you can zip the netting closed or bring the netting all down depending on the type of gazebo to protect you guys as you're eating or relaxing in there, whatever that space is, from the bugs. And then in the daytime, you can tie them back when you're not using them. Now, for an outdoor space to feel really cozy and nice and homey, think about adding an outdoor rug because that can help anchor your outdoor seating, gives you a focal point, and it helps to give a pop of color and a really great design statement. And remember, you can even bring your indoor decor outside with accessories that are made for the outdoors. You can find everything from lamps, wall decor, 
all kinds of decorative items that are made specifically to withstand the elements. So treat that space as just another room and have fun and make it really lovely and enjoy that spot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show coming up next time on the program. If you love gardening and landscaping, you might not think there's much new to know about one of the most common landscaping tools, the shovel. Well, it turns out all shovels are not created equal. We'll explain why on the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. 